Hello, friends. Um, can you hear that in the background? It's a space heater. Gotta get cozy. It's like 30 degrees. And my house isn't insulated, actually. There's no insulation in the walls. Because <laughs> it's freaking old. There's like lath and plaster, so that helps. But yeah, it's freaking cold. So anyway, that's what that sound is. Um, I took the walk this morning and we solved the statics problem that I had been rolling around in my head about every day for the past week. Solved another piece of it, I guess. It's like every time you think that you're just toast, you find a way through it, which is such a cool experience. We talked about that at length, but that's like one of my favorite parts of the process, you know? Nonetheless, um, I had a thought about the problem, but it's really about programming and it's about knowledge. So the thing I was kind of running into is like, remember I had told you, so if I, if I store, if I cache parts of your, your server side template, your blade template, if I cache those templates on the front end and then the back end somehow knows which cache templates the front end has, the back end can say, oh, did this part of the template change? No. Well, let's just not send it. Let's skip it and let the browser use the cache. And it just is nice and efficient. And this, this is um, not a unique problem and also not a unique solution per se, but it is a powerful one. Um, but sort of my hangup was, okay, if I cache every static template from the server, how do I know, like on the, in the browser, that's going to get big, you know, like if you're just making all sorts of these static partials on a, especially if you're using wire navigate where your page isn't completely destroyed every time, every new request, you have to really be concerned about memory on your page, making sure that there's no memory leaks, um, that like build up over time and cause slowness and eventually a crash. So, um, how do you do that? Well, there are a few ways, and my initial way is one that I am going to do, and I'm going to use a weak map. I'm going to scope these statics to an individual component object, and then I'll use a weak map. If you're not familiar with weak maps, they're so awesome, and I'm going to come around to a more generalized thing. I'm really not here to tell you about the specifics of this implementation, but instead of like having a variable called static, cached static partials or something that's an array, and the keys are the keys of the statics, and then the values are these big HTML blobs, you know, that is just going to grow and grow and never shrink. JavaScript is never going to garbage collect that on that page. It's never going to reduce that size. So I could do my own kind of weird pseudo garbage collection -y crap, which I do for other parts of the system, like back button history state, because I store like the previous HTML of components so that in wire navigate so that when you hit the back button, they're cached and they just show up but the history state only can get so big. So I store a lot of those things in local storage. Local storage can only get so big. So I have to, have, I have to actually track like the length of this stuff. And if I notice that it's too big, I need to like remove it basically. Or I think my strategy is remove it from the history state and put it in local storage. And maybe local storage doesn't have limits or something. I don't know, or at least harsh limits. So that was 
an instance where I've kind of done my own garbage collecting. And in this instance, I could kind of do my own garbage collecting, pseudo garbage collecting, but really it's a problem of knowledge. If I could know, the problem is knowing when a component is done with a static. That's a hard thing to know. And I was telling you yesterday about the, the, the intuition you kind of develop after doing a lot of algorithmic -y things. And one of them is knowledge, is things you know and things you don't know. Kind of just understanding and seeing into the future to make a, to make a, a decision on, well, I actually don't know this or I do know this. And when you're programming around something you don't know, in general, it's inefficient. There's all sorts of inefficiencies. You keep things left over. You do more work than you need to. This is not just for caching. This happens with basically every everything. And browsers are the easiest way to talk about this because it impacts like reactivity strategies and JavaScript frameworks and DOM painting and all sorts of things. And it's like, what do you know? If you don't know stuff, you have to do a lot of work. If you do know, the more knowledge you have, the better. However, like an example of having a lot of knowledge is doing things at compile time like Svelte compiles your templates so they know what parts are going to change and not change. Phoenix Live View does the same thing on the back end. Parses your template so it knows the parts that will never change and the parts that will potentially change. And that knowledge is really helpful. But to get that knowledge, you have to have a sophisticated compiler, which adds complexity and slowness and whatever. But So that's an example where getting knowledge and having knowledge gives you more power. You can be more precise and more efficient. But their weak maps are awesome because it's not, it's not just two choices of not knowing and knowing. It's also not caring or not having to know. And that's where a weak map is so powerful. A weak map, so in JavaScript, this is how garbage collection works in JavaScript, at least in a browser. And PHP is the same way. If you have a, an object that is referenced by other code on the page, it will stay in the memory. As soon as JavaScript, ha I, and I'm not an expert on garbage collection, but as soon as JavaScript doesn't, as soon as JavaScript doesn't have any references to that object, all the code that uses this object is done running and won't and is impossible to be run again. It won't run again. JavaScript knows, oh, I can garbage collect this thing. Awesome. So uh, PHP is similarly, if an object has a even a single reference in runtime somewhere, it will, like a closure that uses it in a scope and is hanging around in a variable somewhere, it won't get garbage collected because it can't because then you'd have like a bug in your code. It got garbage collected. So PHP knows there's no reference to this thing anymore. Let's garbage collect it. Same thing with JavaScript. So times like this where I want to make a cache of these partials, if I just make an array with keys and values, they'll never be garbage collected. That array will exist forever as long as that array is referenced. However, if I make the keys objects like you can't make object keys in a in an array in javascript but you can use a map so you could say new map and now the keys can be like for example my component object so i can scope these caches to a component and that works 
However, that map exists and is referenced all the time. So even if that component is gone from the page, just having that map will keep the component alive on the page and all the cache partials. So this is a memory leak. However, if you use a weak map, weak maps are awesome because they don't hold reference or whatever. They, they basically make it so that you, if that component is not used anywhere else, the weak map's not going to be the one holding the garbage collector from releasing it, basically. That's the awesomeness of a weak map. The weak map is never going to be the one at fault for its keys holding up garbage collection. So it's like a way to reference something and not have to worry about it staying in reference forever. Um, so weak maps are awesome, and they're an example of a time where you don't need knowledge. So in this scenario, it's like, it would be great if I knew that every server, if every component on the page was done using a static partial so that I could just remove it from an array. But I don't know that because you can do whatever you want on a server. You can keep something behind a conditional. I don't know that you're going to re-enable it. So I don't know that. But if I use a weak map, I actually don't really care because it doesn't matter to me if I have a reference to something It'll get garbage collected when the components are removed. I don't have to worry about it. It's a way to kind of hook into what the browser already knows. That's it. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. Like, let's say I have a, I hook into when a component is removed from a page for some reason. I could have a hook called component.destroy or something and hook into that and then remove my item from my array. But by using a weak map, I can hook into JavaScript's knowledge of if an object is used or not. And that's awesome. It's like a pseudo event system almost, but it's inverted. It's not events at all. The control is not, the control is much more direct. It's not inverted. In fact, there is no control. I'm literally just referencing something by a, an object and I won't need to reference it by that object when the object's not on the page. And JavaScript knows that and it'll do that. So anyway, weak maps are fun. They're a way to not have to know. Oh no. <coughs> wrong pipe with the T. <coughs> this has never happened to me on this podcast. I'm so sorry. <coughs> oh, so yeah, that's knowledge. Um, and it applies to so many other things. Like here's another example in Livewire. If let's say you want to do something when a component, like say you want to like do something on the server or something. Um, uh, you know what I'm trying to think of, of when I've thought to do this. You want to do something on the server when a component is destroyed. Um, yeah, you know, I forgot the exact example, but there's some feature that I've attempted or wrote in the past. And my problem was I can't actually know that a person is done with uh, a component on the page. Or here's another example people want to be able to access parent components on the server. So like this arrow parent, the problem with that is I need to have, like if, if you are accessing the parent, that means I, I had to send the parents payload to the server for that request. And that has to live on the server so that I can boot up that parent and call that method. But I don't know. I could just do that all the time. And that would be me not knowing and doing more work. I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to just always send every parent with every component just in case somebody calls this arrow parent in PHP. That's not an option, but that's the I don't know route. Then there's the, the I do know route, 
where I somehow find a way to know that the method you're calling references parent, and then in the browser I can prepare for that by sending along the parent. But then how do I know that that parent's method doesn't call parent again? Like, how do I know all that? It's knowledge, and I don't have that knowledge. But if I could somehow have that knowledge at compile time or runtime or somehow somewhere, then I could have I could achieve that. But I can't because the path of not knowing is too inefficient, and the path of knowing is too complicated or impossible. Is there a third path? I'm just kind of hacking this out of my head right now. Is there a third path where I don't need to know? There maybe is some server side. Oh, that's that that was um. Well, whatever. Yeah, there may be some server-side solution that allows me to not need to know. I don't know. The not need to know route is this arrow parent actually just triggers another network request the next time it goes to the browser on the parent. That is an option. But it's inefficient. Not as inefficient as not knowing. But I thought this was just an interesting way to think about things, and that's why I told you about it thinking about programming. There's all sorts of times where your options are not knowing and doing a lot of work or knowing and not doing a lot of work. But usually to know involves complexity. Um, yeah. And then if there's a, I don't have to know option, that's the ideal option. Things that get garbage collected, like maybe uh, something in the, or Maybe there's something in your app where it's like, I need to know, or I don't know if a user is subscribed or not. So there's some problem there. Or you do a bunch of work, but it's like, oh, if I, I do know the user subscribed, but maybe there's an I don't care if the user subscribed. I don't know. I can't think of a specific example with that. But I think this is an important you know, thought with programming is knowledge. Are you, is, is the inefficiency of the system that you're building, even if it's just a small little function you're working on, is the inefficiency because of lack of knowledge and what's involved in gaining that knowledge? And is it worth it? And then is there a way to not need the knowledge? So whatever, walking thought, see you.